What up? It's your boy Kato, Cat Olive Chronicles. Sorry if you hear the uh, YouTube kids in the background, but Max is sitting over there watching something. I'm not sure. Uh, this is going to be an all-over-the-place video. Uh, not getting back on track just yet. The la October is always the worst month of the year for me as far as events. Um, just going to cover a couple of things. Just want to give a shout-out to... Uh, Mike Jackson from Premium Experience, Premium Experience and Premium App uh, uh, got me involved with uh, BitCon Blackson Technology, which was last week, four-day conference all over uh, the Twin Cities. It was a super dope time. A lot of uh, very, very good information, a lot of intelligent people. Um, so, yeah. Got that. See, next week we've got Futuristic at Caboose on the 22nd. Then we also have them in Iowa City at Gabe's on the 23rd. And then I've got uh, a Booze and Booze bar crawl in Lexington, Kentucky on Friday. And then a Booze and Booze bar crawl in Louisville, Kentucky. And then also Scottsdale uh, on Saturday. And then Sunday we've got Chris Webby at uh, Foo Bar in St. Louis. And then. Uh, is there a way to block Katy Perry from coming on my song list? Uh, then on Tuesday we have him at Gabe's in Iowa City. And then we've got the third annual Halloween show on the 31st at Caboose. That show is going to be crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, and then Friday we've got him in Milwaukee at Miramar Theater. And then I'll be back home. For, for I don't know how long it is what it is um, yeah so also have Mercules coming up uh, super dope artist from Canada uh, I've got him November 17th in St. Louis uh, December 5th in Louisville December 8th in Milwaukee 10th in Madison with uh, Midwest Mix Up my homie Jake Olson uh, and then on December 11th at the Caboose uh, we just opened up support slots for the Mercury shows. So if you are an artist in one of those markets, you can sell some tickets, want to make some money, please hit me up. Please know that uh, if you're out of market, unless you have like some crazy pull, I'm not going to really consider you. It's nothing personal. It's just these shows are, you know, not cheap. And I need to ensure that the people that are getting brought onto them are high quality can follow instructions, care about being on the event, and uh, you know help help me bring out the city. That's usually the goal. Anyways, uh, I had a recent question from Apollo, Cody Apollo. Uh, you asked me if I would do a more in-depth video on marketing online and face-to-face -face options. Like, what are some good marketing ideas when talking to promoters? producers or other artists besides hi my name is blank check me out here uh it's kind of a vague question um so i'll probably just ramble on for a minute here um i used to think that uh venturing outside of your hometown before you took over your hometown was kind of a pointless endeavor um and i've changed my mind on that recently well past six months I actually, you know, accredit that to the artist Russ. A lot of people fucking hate Russ because he's just one cocky, arrogant son of a bitch. 
but I don't care. The dude makes dope-ass music, and if I spent three years releasing a song a day on SoundCloud, if I got to his, his point, uh, I'd be cocky too. I'd tell everybody to kiss my ass. Um, but he, he talks about it a lot, and I think I've seen Robert Henry, the photographer, Minnesota dope-ass photographer, just talk about, like, uh, you know, worry less about what people in your, your hometown think, uh, because if the internet embraces you, then that's all you need. Um, so what I've kind of tried to tell people recently, uh, when it comes to marketing, some artists that just took my tutelage and then shit on me. Um, is that you, you need to spend a lot less time smoking weed, a lot less time wasting your money on shit that's trivial. If you really want to be a damn artist, like start saving up your money to, I hate to say it, but like figure out ways to, to get on playlists. Some of them are paid. Some of them aren't. Some of them are, you know, spending countless hours, uh, just submitting your music, um, Another big thing too, and this is just off off the dome, is a lot of artists need to understand their lane of what type of music they make. Um, I think I said in one of my very first videos is when I opened up to uh, open myself up to managing more artists that I had to say, you know what, maybe I need to stop being concerned with what type of music it is that I like because there's billions of people out there that have different preferences in music. Whether or not I think it's good or bad, that really shouldn't uh, influence anybody. Um, that's why whenever I go in into artists and I tell them that I think they're a piece of shit, I'll never attack their music because I, it's, it's pointless. There's no point in me telling you if I think your music's good or not. I'll tell you what I think you are as a human being. Um, but if you're going to start looking for playlists to submit to, uh, don't be one of those people. And the, the, it's not a metaphor, but the analogy here is like this. Okay. So back in the day when I used to submit to online blogs and publications, I would always uh, BCC like 10 of them at a time, save myself time. The thing that I was blatantly missing is that many of these blogs uh, weren't even in my lane. Like they weren't the type of publications that post my style of music. So kind of need to apply that to the same thing when you're looking to get on playlists or you're looking to pay to get on playlists, which I don't, I don't downplay that at all. Do it. We've done it. I've done it for many of my artists. It's a great way to get your Spotify listeners up. It's a great way to see where you can get, uh, you know, analytics on you have this many listeners in this city. So you can start plotting out ways to get door deals in those markets. Um, but don't do a blanket submission. You know, don't just say, oh, well, I found 100 playlists that I want to be on and I have 100 contact emails and I'm just going to blanket contact all of them. Because it's going to be a huge waste of your time and you're most likely going to get zero responses. Um, you know, if you don't know the type of wave of music that you're on, then you need to ask some friends, you know, who do I sound like? Not that, not that you want to be labeled as X type of artist, but if you've got that mumble rap style sound, then those are the types of things that you need to go for. But if you've got more of a, uh, lyrical bass, then those are the type of playlists that you should go on. Um, but I think I'm going to try to answer what Apollo's asking me by just kind of maybe guessing what he's really asking me for. Good marketing ideas when talking to promoters. Um, basically, I think what he's asking me is, hey, man, how the fuck do I get... Uh, sorry for cursing. Max is in the back. He can't hear me. 
uh, how do I get seen more uh, by just saying, hey, check me out on this website. Take a page out of Kid Automatic's book, Apollo. I mean, the reality is this. Everybody wants to make money. Uh, I don't use Support Acts as a way to make money. I use Support Acts as a way to help the show get bigger, uh, give you guys an, a platform to shine on. This is why I actually give you guys an opportunity to make back half of the money that you're selling. Like that, Nobody else does that at all. I'm the only one. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I don't even need you to say that to me. If you communicate with me in a professional way, if you uh, have all of your online stuff in a way that makes me say that it looks like you care, and if we agree to terms, if you come through on them, that's the best marketing you could ever do, is selling yourself in a professional way. That is legitimately the best marketing. Uh, showing me a bunch of stats and then turn around and be like, oh man, I have 5,000 Spotify monthly listeners, but I don't want to sell tickets. Like that's horrible marketing. If you have statistics uh, that you want me to drool over or be like, oh my God, these are so big, then do the other side of the work. It's not hard. Like, I mean, I don't know if that's answering your question, but like, I, I don't, I don't talk to people in, in the way that you asked me that question. And I probably assume that you don't either. It's just at the end of the day, like you can compile stats, you can compile all of your stuff. But the thing that I look for the most is just people being honest and professional, professional with me. And, uh, you know, when I give them the first opportunity, they're either, they're either going to blow me out of the water by coming through with all their things, or they're going to fall flat on their face. Um, having worked with you in the past, uh, you know, having kid vouch for you specifically and, you know, I'm applying this to everybody. Uh, you know, you're already on the right path. Just keep compiling stats, keep being professional, keep trying to do things, uh, with permission before you do them. You know what I'm talking about? Um, and you'll start to make waves, but I would say that going just on the marketing tidbit um, think about where you spend your money. Um, one of the, one of the biggest things as an artist that I always encountered that was a downfall of mine and a lot of artists is that, uh, you, you do something with it, with a song and then you move on to the next song and then you move on to the next song and then the next project and the next project, because in your head, you're always creating, you're always writing and something that you did two years ago is no longer fresh and new for you. But you know what? Uh, your old shit is new shit to someone for the first time. That's the truth. Um, I wish more artists would stay, uh, would, would maybe not, not create less, but publicly put out less, uh, because you could spend two years. I mean, look at Lizzo, whatever was it? Three years marketing the same song. Like when you find, when you find a record or records that are hits, spend all your time and your money on producing those to the public through going through, uh, Taxi.com, songwriters, go through uh, Sonic Bids, even though that website I think sucks balls. Spend your money on doing proper uh, ad placements for that. Create promo videos. Create all kinds of content surrounding that one song. Pay for that to get on playlists. Push, 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 push. That to me is way better than knowing that someone or an artist has put out four records in four years. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm just kind of 
kind of talking. I haven't really done this in a while. And also, like, I'm kind of sore in the nether regions. If you've never had a vasectomy before, it feels like you've been kicked in the dick. Like, really accurately. Like, 50 times in a row. It sucks. Anyways, we'll count this as a Cat Olive Chronicles video. We'll be on episode... Episode six, I think. Episode maybe seven, because I was in uh, Arizona a few weeks back. Uh, where was uh, Hippie Chronicles meets meets Cat Olive? I think that was episode six. So we'll just move on to episode seven. Yep. So we'll call this episode seven. Siete. Message me, Apollo, if I didn't answer your question.